Afternoon, everyone. It's Mikey here again. Um, and once again, we've got Stevie on our match preview for Southampton away on Saturday. Stevie, how are you? Hello. Very good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thanks, matey. So, um, it's been a couple of weeks since we did our last one. Sorry not to have you on last yeah, week. We have, um, That's yeah, all right, no worries. But, um, I know all of the fans of the Bubblecast will be dying to hear your voice again. Um <laughs> So, mate, obviously Sunday, we'll very briefly touch on this. It was a mm. um, bit of a shock. It, um, yeah, I mean, we didn't play the best. I think it was a lot better kind of work rate-wise than what we've seen the past few weeks. Um, there was a bit more quality sort of the last 20 minutes or so when we, you know, we were pushing hard to get a goal. But yeah, I think it helped just the that they were as bad as they were, to be yeah. fair. I think Ndombele bossed the game for them. I was really surprised by Spurs, you know, how bad they actually were. Mm. Um, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, they, they, don't, they don't look the same team, do they? They're not happy shifts at the moment. No, they got a few players that I think are just waiting for uh, January to leave on a transfer or sign a contract abroad with someone else likes of Ericsson. Yeah, he's definitely uh he's definitely finished there, isn't he, Ericsson? Yeah, he's looking for the door quickly. Yeah, it's just it's a shame. But um so obviously our thoughts first and foremost are gonna go out to our um, beautiful Andre Gomez. Yeah. Um it was it it was horrendous. I I haven't stopped thinking about it to be honest with you, mate. Yeah, I j I mean I was sitting in GT seven so it's quite hard to see where you know what was going on, but you could tell by the players' reactions that it was bad. And after seeing the pictures afterwards, you just gotta, you know, give him your thoughts and hopefully he comes back bigger and better. Yeah, back at Finch Farm today as well, isn't he? Um, on his crutches, I've seen a picture of him. So yeah, surgery went well. So that's great. Um, we obviously love you, Andre, if you're listening. Um, so how much of a big hole do you think that's going to leave in our team for the rest of the season, mate? It could be big. Um, I think we might need to try and get a loan in January. I don't think um, we'll buy anyone just because that's not how they do business. We've seen from last January. Yeah, Brands doesn't like buying in January, does he? No, but I think we do need some reinforcements. I know we've got, um, for example, Kieran Dowell out on loan who can play in the middle of the park. But you've got that Benny Beningamy as well, haven't you? The uh, the young lad. He he did all right when he came in a couple of years ago. So yeah, yeah, he's he's an option. Uh, and that young lad, Anthony Gordon, as well, he can play. Yeah, he. I think he, he's knocking on the door quite hard, isn't he, of the mm. first team at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you think we'll loan someone um, in January? Because, obviously, Gabamin's out. Gomez yeah. is out. Delph yeah. is not He's, he's not going to be able to play the rest of the season without getting injured. Have you, have you had a thought on who you might bring in? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's not... I can't see anyone of that level that would want to come and join us just for six months. No. Um, and I don't think we should just get someone in just for the sake of it. It's time um, to maybe give the youth a chance, like you were saying. Is It's worked at Chelsea, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. The likes of Mason Mount, Tamori, they've come in. And, and even Reese James, you saw he scored last night for, for Chelsea. And yeah. they've done well. So what, why can't we give it a go? Absolutely. What about um, we're, we're sort of lacking firepower up front. Uh, the defence, especially in the middle, is looking bare. Now the midfield's looking bare. What's what's going to be our number one target in, in January? 
Well, I think I don't think we'll look to get a striker at all. No. Um, I think between Moise Keane, Richarlison, and uh, Calvert Lewin, I think they'll you know they'll keep the number nine position occupied. Whether what? that'll please the fans or not is another thing. But well, yeah, Silver seems to you know be persistent with them and. I can see, I can see it working, but there's just there's just one thing that's just got to click. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah, we just seem close. We we just lack that killer instinct, don't we? At the moment, I think. We, yeah. We, um, but then you got to say that Chenk came on, bagged the goal, yeah. um, and he, yeah. he he's got an assist as well, didn't he, against Watford? So yeah, he staked he's staking his claim. Yeah. Um and of course he's been scoring for Turkey whenever he's gone and played for them, so Yeah. You know, well, he does know where the goal is. It's just he he I think he always gives a hundred percent, doesn't he? He puts puts himself about and um Witch and Mitch yep. and Big Mitch touched on this in their podcast. Um yep. has he earned his place for you now? Is he is he knocking on the door? I think he's earned his place as a second striker. Okay. If we play one. Yeah. Um maybe not as the the first choice to play as a lone striker just because of him being just a little bit slower than Richarlison or Calvert Lewin. Yeah. Um but I think he definitely makes an impact when he comes on because he yeah. puts himself about. I agree with and you there, mate. Can, Absolutely. As we saw against Spurs play the longer ball, um and having him on the pitch certainly you know, helps that out. Yeah, Calvert Lewin's good at um, good in the air as well, isn't he? So the long ball game suits him as yeah. well. You just need someone there to get on the end of his flick ons, don't you, uh, yeah. Calvert Lewin? Um, yeah. So we'll, we won't spend too much longer talking about Spurs and, and speculation. I just want your take in in thirty seconds on VAR and what it's done for us so far this season. Well, I think I'll speak for everyone and saying that it's, we just need to get rid of it. If it's if it's gonna work, then we would have got two penalties on Sunday. They one, were, one first point one and... was the handball. Yeah. The second one was Sanchez uh, foul on Richarlison. Yes. Um, that was a clear and obvious foul. Mm-hmm. He's left his leg there. Richarlison's turned him. Yeah, yeah. And if that's not a penalty, then. I'm the Queen of England. Well, yeah, and you've got to think that one that was given against Michael Keane for something that was totally exactly. innocuous, um, then that's a penalty. The Delhi Alley one yeah. was the one that got me, seeing it over and over again. They took three minutes and four seconds to yeah. decide that that wasn't a penalty. I mean, I yeah. could see that that was a penalty without VAR. Yeah, definitely. So, anyway, we... I'll just scrap it. The, the, the frustrating thing about that is as well, mate, should decisions have gone our way, um, we could be sitting pretty now in sixth on 16 points if VAR had yeah. done its job properly. So, yeah. you know, we're not playing well, but points bar the Brighton game. Yeah, So which is important. Yeah, so it's not the end of the world. Although we're fourth to bottom, we're only five points off sixth, <laughs> aren't we? So, um, now, it's, it's definitely a tight league this year. Yeah, yeah it's it seems to be the uh, the top team seems to be sort of running away with it, don't they? A bit, and then um, the rest are sort of the chasing pack. I think Leicester and Chelsea are the, the best of the rest, so to speak. Um, 
and then mm. you've got you've got sort of probably sixteen teams that could make a stake for the top half, um, including the, the promoted teams as well, bar Norwich. Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. So talk to me. I know you know a little bit about Southampton, and you're really good on this. I'm going to try and make this a regular segment. Um, yeah. So Stevie's um, opposition. So what do you think? Um, what do you think to expect <laughs> from them? Uh, well, from what it looks like, they like to play a a three-five-two. Yeah. Um, however, when Bertrand got sent off uh, against Leicester, didn't he? So uh, straight yeah, red, three-match ban. Um, I don't really think they've got a a um, second choice left back that that's come in. I think um, they played a four at the back against City and it was I think Bednarek played at left back yeah um, so I think that could work to our advantage and I remember last year we played them away and I was there and I think they played that was Hassan Hull's one of his first games and charged and yeah in charge and shot they beat us as well didn't they <laughs> they beat us and it was comfortable for them yeah didn't Sigurdsson score um, right at the end was it 2 yeah. or 3-1 was it it was 2-1 two, 2-1 one, yeah. Two, one, yeah yeah um James Ward Prowse run the show pretty much. Yeah. So who's their who's their danger man then? Where are we gonna who are we gonna have to look out for? Well, I'd say um Ward Prowse is definitely an asset to them. Yeah. Um from the dead ball situations. Yeah. Um he's not really a um he's not so mobile in that he's just dribbling's gonna kill us. I think that comes from Redmond, um, who's just got pace to burn. Yeah, uh, and I think we could have struggled with that should Mason Holgate not have been in such good form. Yeah, he's um, been excellent recently, hasn't he? I think he's got to keep his place to deal with the pace of Redmond and Danny Ings as well, because Danny Ings caused us a few problems last year, and he always he scores for Liverpool us, as well, doesn't, doesn't he? he? Yeah, always scores against us. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to to Everton because we know Southampton. Are they're one place below us. They're, I don't think they've won in their last five games. Yeah. So there's a few things that I wanted to discuss with you. The, the, I mean, we've touched briefly on Tosin. The first one on my notes here, yeah. I've got Moyes Keane with a big question mark next to it. What's yeah. going on there? I think it's it's more to do with adaptability rather than lack of quality. Yeah. Uh, I think we all forget that he's he's so young just because he's come with a big price tag and, you know, everyone develops at a slower or faster rate than the person next to them. Yeah. Um, obviously we've got Richarlison who's only a couple of years older, who's come in for more money and he's playing every game. Yeah. He's played but... in the premiership for longer than Keane though, hasn't he? So right. he's going to be, he's going to be, he's more adapted to the pace of the game, I think, isn't he? I think you're right about what you say yeah. about adaptability. And People is... are... Go on. I was going to say that obviously Keane's played for Juventus, scored goals for Juventus, but the Italian league is completely different. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot slower and less physical, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, with all due respect to Everton, when he was playing for Juventus, he had some quality players around him, like world-class players Exactly. As well. yeah. So, um, people are writing him off already. I think he'll come good. We just need to be patient. We we can't expect a 19-year-old lad to come in and, and start scoring 30 goals a season. You you want no, that that's... you want that in two or three years, don't you? Yeah, that's not happening right now. And I think yeah. eventually we'll get there with him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the other strike I want to talk about is Cenk Tosin. I know we've briefly touched on him. Um, yeah. 
I wasn't particularly pleased about what he did with Turkey. I thought it was in bad taste. I know a lot of other people um, thought that as well. But mm-hmm. he's here. He's not going to go anywhere. And I think maybe we need to um, we need to give him a, a start on Saturday. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I think we, it, we could do. We could either play him up front on his own or or as a two. But I think he he definitely works hard enough to please the fans. I know that if we see a player who's not working hard enough, then, you know, they will get written off. Yeah, we, right we want the, right from go. blood, guts and thunder, don't we? From exactly every Everton that. player. That's that's all we really ask. Yeah. And I think he'll give that to us. Yeah. Um, He's got a good attitude, doesn't he? Yeah. And, you know, um, he is a striker. He gets in good positions. So, he, if we He provide... does know where the goal is, doesn't he? Like you said before. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a question mark for me. Um, would you do? Would you play a four four two? Now, hear me out on this. With yeah. um, Sigurdsson and Davies in the middle, with right. Richarlison and Iwobi on the wings, with Chenk and say DCL or Chenk and Keane up front. Or I think that could work. I think if if Delph is out. For sure, I think that could be a reasonable option, yeah. and just look to play a bit more direct um, because we're not going to have that number ten looking to play in between the lines. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think Sigurdsson obviously has got the get on the ball and pass it around. Yeah, um, and Davis will give give us that nitty gritty, um, you know, running around in the middle of the park that that we need. Yeah. He's been classed on Davis, hasn't he, the last three games? Yeah, he, he was one of our best players against Spurs. Yeah, that sure. ball for, to Walcott was out this world, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's something that we, we haven't had all year. Yeah, no one um, moving forwards. Schneidlin's doing his sideways and backwards. Um, yeah. He, he's, he's like, uh, do you remember me saying a couple of weeks ago that he's almost got nothing to lose? Yeah. I think he's he's really shown that. He's got a bit between his teeth and I yeah. think an extended run in the team, we will see the Tom Davies we've we've came to know and love a few years ago. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, he had a run in the team it was either last season or the year before where you know the the fans were getting a bit on his back because he was kind of playing in his shell a little bit. Yeah. Um but I think in this vein of form he's kind of, you know, let the shackles off and is playing a bit more aggressive. Yeah, which I think we all like to see. Yeah, he's another one of those players that will leave everything on the pitch, isn't he? He'll run around and he'll put himself about. He's a, he's well, he's a blue, isn't he? What he wants yeah. to play for the team. So that is this time when the chips are down and things aren't looking good for me. That's massively important to have in that's the team. That's the type of player you want. Yeah, yeah. And um, I love the fact he he leaves a foot in as well in a tackle. Yeah, a bit of a shit house tackle from time yeah, to time. Love it. Um, I love it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, um, apart from obviously one that Son did on on Saturday. But there's no point in going over that. Is there? It's no, been, well, it's been yeah. death for that. Um, there's a couple of other players. Um, uh, we spoke about Mason Holgate very briefly before about playing really well. Um, yeah. So I've said four four two, and I know a lot of people have said that Holgate can play really well in a three at the back as well. And we've got right. Keane. What would your thoughts on on that be? Uh, personally, I hate three at the back. Yeah, I um, we've, <laughs> we've tried it under 
under Cumin, we've tried it under Silva. It just does not work. For some reason, for us as a as a football club, we cannot play three five two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I personally, I feel a lot more comfortable with a steady four at the back. You know what you're going to get then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. unless unless you've got the centre backs that have a lot of experience playing as a three, mm. I think quite often they can get caught out, and I don't think we have the pace in the other two centre backs that you need to play as a three. No, Keane's not pacey enough, is he? Um, no. Uh, I mean, Mina's relatively quick, but like, he's just so tall, isn't he? he yeah. Uh, Mina, Mina worries me if he's coming, if he's running after the the, the, uh, the striker, he's prone mm. to a, a massive clattering tackle, isn't he? Well, I um, mean, we saw, we saw in the first half, at, or was it second half, when uh, he, start the second half, sorry, whenever he, Kind of just fell over his own feet, and yeah, he's quite leggy. Son should have been booked for diving. Yeah, I, but Mina's been great for me again this season. Uh, I, I think, um, I think Holgate and Mina are my my choice at the moment for um, yeah for that. The, the last player um, performance wise, um, who I thought started great, who's dropped off massively at the moment, is Alex Awobi. Mm. Yeah, it's a strange one. Whenever, for example, the game against West Ham, we keep. Seem to going back to yeah. he looked he looked head and shoulders above the level that he's at now. Yeah, um, and I don't know if that's just because of the position that he was put in. I think when he moves to a wide position, he kind of maybe runs out of ideas if he doesn't want to take the fullback on one on one. Even though he's got the pace to get by. Yeah. Um, he's a confidence and, player, Awobi. I think, isn't it? Yeah, and I think if you if you're playing in the middle of the park, you you're making decisions a lot quicker. It's yeah. a lot more, um, you know, snappy kind of one twos, um, as opposed to getting the ball out wide. You you're either going to take your defender on or you're going to pass it back, basically. Yeah, and we love passing um, it back, don't we? To put and, a cross in from deep. So yeah, and we saw. The Spurs goal came from him not wanting to take on the fullback, and he's just played a loose ball back, and they've punished us for it. Yeah, that that was that was really disappointing. We we put that on a plate for him, didn't we? So, um, Saturday is a massive game. We know that we've got. Yeah, it's a must win. So, Southampton away and Norwich at home are our two next league games, and I think we've got to win those. Um, yeah. There's no question of a doubt. Tell me from. Keeper to striker. Give me your lineup for Saturday. Then are we saying Delph's going to be fit, or um, is he going to be injured? Um, I mean, it's Wednesday today, isn't it? Um, <laughs> he, well, they said they're going to assess him, didn't they? But he didn't train yeah. yesterday. So, I mean, if if we go with him being injured, let's just do. Okay. Um, let's do that. All right. Well, you got back four. Obviously, Pickford in goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep the same back four as yeah. Spurs. Uh, so, Sadibi, Mina, Holgate, Luca Dean. Yeah. Um, Tom Davis has got to start in the middle of the park. Yeah. Um, I can see him bringing back Schneidlin. Yeah. Just because of the lack of centre midfielders we've got. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Marco Silva's safety blanket, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think he he will start. Um, I think we'll we'll stick with kind of the 
four two three one or four three three if you like. Yeah, yeah. Um with I'm um, I'm thinking he's gonna put Sigurdsson in there. Um with Iwobi on the left, Walcott on the right, Richarlison up front. Yeah. To be honest, mate, I think that's what he'd do. Um I yeah. really do think that's what he'd do. I I mean He's going to be forced into changes anyway due to injuries and stuff. I would like to see him go with a more attacking formation because we've got better players in Southampton, but our yeah. away form's so bad. Marco Silva will just go out to not lose the game, I think. So, yeah. um, and you can't begrudge him that. You know, he needs to get results. He's he's, he's probably under a lot of pressure. Well, uh, especially as they're they're you know directly around us, so you you don't want to lose to a Southampton. Um, not a team that got beat nine nil at home last time out. So exactly, but if you look at Leicester, they've got the players to, they've got the pace, they've got the you know direct approach to punish teams. And I think if we take a similar approach, we'd yeah, you know do something similar. But they did have ten men. Yeah, so. yeah, we've got a lot of pace in our team. There's no denying that, haven't we? Um, yeah. So let, let's hope that that comes off. And I think you're right, Matt. I think that's probably what we'll go with. So we'll wait and see for um, till two o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. This is this brings us really nicely into sort of what I wanted to talk about next. Marco Silva's had his three league games. He's had four, including Watford, which the board came out yeah. and publicly said, you know, we'll give you give you this to save your job. Um, mm. I know we had Greg on last week who said that he thinks that the trigger should have been pulled before and I know your opinion differs to that as well. Yeah. What, not without going into too much detail, what's your marks out of 10 for those four games including Watford in the cup? Well, um, out of 10, is, I mean, you, you can't give any higher than a six, can you? No. Um, I think. One, two, we- drawn one, lost one. Yeah, I think, you know, anything, an eight would have been won them all for me. Yeah. <laughs> a ten would have been, we've won, we've won them all absolutely battering every team. Yeah. Um, I think we've done okay, but it's all well and good saying we've done okay, but we've just scraped the wins when we've got them. And the league position has not improved, does it really? No. But that could be due to the other teams around us. Picking up points as well. Um, yeah, and ha- having said that, you know, I was at the Brighton game as well, and th- there was no way we should have lost that game. No, I if agree. The, the going two one up, never in a month of Sundays would I have thought we would lose that game from that point. No, well, but, the Brighton would have had to come at us at two one, wouldn't they? They got gifted yeah. a penalty, so he, I would agree with you there. I think he's done enough to 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 save himself. Uh, I know a lot yeah. of people disagree with that. Um, Sunday against Spurs, it it wasn't just a poor performance; it was just a crap game. It came to life, you know, in the last twenty minutes with twelve minutes of those being injury time. I'm yeah. glad we got the equaliser as well. Um, obviously, I'm glad we got the equaliser, but um, yeah. I don't think it was anything less than we deserved at the time, was it? No, and I think I think that shows, you know, there's all the uh, the fans on Twitter saying that, you know, the players are not going to play for the manager anymore. They've lost him in the dressing room. I think that performance in the last 20 minutes shows that those comments are absolute rubbish. Yeah, I, I agree. I think 
every, every single one of those players on the pitch was doing all they can to win the game. Yeah. Granted, it was a it wasn't the best footballing performance, but they came together as one group and managed to get something out of the game. And I like to think the Gomez injury galvanised the team. I think in the lat in yeah. the la- latter part of the game, and yeah. we always look for these moments, don't we? That lights the touch paper for a season. I know we had that Phil Neville tackle on Ronaldo, and I know yeah. um, which the Mitches have have spoken about this. Is mm-hmm. the chink goal that you know it was it was right at the death of the game, and he re- you know Calvert Lewin and Tosin went straight through that defender, didn't they, to get that ball? They really wanted yeah. it. It could well be. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to find out on Saturday. Yeah. This is this is a really, really big game for Marco Silva. Yeah. It's yeah. Enough, especially as our away form has been so poor, it's got to turn around at some point. Yeah. I mean, it's been poor for a long time, our away form. And I think now, now this is... He needs, he needs to almost sit down with him and say, look, we're really up. Our backs are against the wall. Almost like, a, like what Moy's mentality. We've yeah. got... I mean, Andre Gomez, in my opinion, is our best player. We've got our best player injured. We've yeah. got um, Gabamin injured, who looked he looked tidy, he looked decent. Delph, yeah. the leader on the pitch, he could potentially be injured. We've got, you know, we've we've got a lot going against us, and I think this can this could be used in our favour. Yeah, I think we may not have the the footballers on the pitch, but I think we we can play some people that are going to work hard and. You see from maybe the the bottom half teams, they haven't got the quality, but where they play against your, your top four teams, they'll outwork them mm-hmm. and try and get something out of the game. And I think that's the mentality we've got to have. We've got to work harder than everyone yeah. we play against if we want to win. We cannot go a goal down and let our heads drop like we've done before as well. That's a shocking statistic, actually, that we've never come back and won from a goal down. Yeah. Under silver. There's a few monkeys we need to get off our back, isn't there, with regards to our away form, and certainly that statistic. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, under I'm going back to under the Moyes days. That yeah. if we've gone a goal down, you know that if we're playing at home, you know the last ten minutes we're just going to be peppering that goal, and eventually we will score. Yeah, but we we need to start getting that feeling back. And in terms of quality compared to those days, we've probably got better players technically and, and better finishers. I mean, you know you had the likes of Arteta and Kale, but you'd certainly yeah. say Rich Arlison's better than Marcus Bent or Jermaine Beckford, wouldn't you? And you'd, players yeah, like that, no disrespect to them. Yeah, exactly. And I think at some point it's all going to come together. But yeah. that requires patience. So the season for you now... Um, I think you can almost... Um, we're not going to challenge for the top four. I've, we could still challenge for the top six. Um, the one shining light that could rescue this uh, this season is the Carabao Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... Um, uh, we've, got, we've got to beat Leicester in that. Um, would you would you take finishing sort of between eighth and twelfth again and, and winning the cup? Yes. I think... All day, just a straight yes. <laughs> yeah, I think there's there's more chance of us... Well, I mean, the season is so long, a lot can happen in it, but we've got quarterfinal, win that, and then that's three more games away from winning something. Yeah. You can put all of your energy into those games and still do enough in the league 
to finish top eight. Yeah, I agree. As I think we saw last year where we only really picked up form in the last few months anyway. Yeah, and even on that um, Coombe and Allardyce, we still finished eighth, didn't we? Yeah. Um, we just had a few good results here and there. So, just I think the main thing is just beating the teams around us, isn't it, at yeah. the moment? We need, to, we need to just start chalking up wins. So, eighth and tenth, Carabao Cup, that's... That you know, Carabao Cup's Europe's boxed off already, isn't it? Which is what we want to be in. We want to be in European competition. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a bit of a pressure off, and we tend to do quite well when the pressure's off. Yeah, and that's better than finishing. Uh, what is it? Seventh, where you have to start yeah. your qualifiers in July. Yeah, you go. Do you go straight into the group stages, no. or is it the last qualifying La- round? I think the last qualifying round. The FA Cup straight into the group stages, is it? I'm not sure. Nah, right. Well, anyway, um, so uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up nicely, Stevie. Yeah. What's your predictions for Everton or Southampton versus Everton? Well, I'm always going to predict a win. Um, but I think 1-0 or 2-0. Don't think we'll concede. Good. Well, clean sheet is always a bonus. Yeah. I'm going to go with a 1-0 away win to Everton, which I think is probably exactly what we, we need um, just to Get a bit, get a bit more of a, a foothold on the yeah. on the ladder of the league. Goal scorer, and goal scorer. I'm going to go with Tom Davies. Okay, I think that'll okay. be it. What about you? Um, I'm going to go with a Richarlison, and if it's two nil, Richarlison and Alex Awobi. Alex Awobi to get his head up after the mistake on that uh, on Sunday, yeah. Stevie. Thank you very much. And um, we'll make this a regular thing. We'll have you on next week. So, uh, oh, it's the international break, isn't it? So the week after, we'll yeah. uh, do uh, your research on uh, on the Canaries. And thanks very much for, for coming on. Look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Lovely. Cheers, David. Cheers. So there we are, Bobble fans. Um, we are going both going again for an Everton win. Let us know your thoughts on what you think the team should be, uh, how you think Marco Silva's performed, VAR and all of the things that are up in the air at the moment. But until next time, guys, thank you very much. Take care.